Yeah. Tristan, what are we doing here? Oh, we're just having a nice little conversation about filmmaking today. Is uh, it? Yeah. yeah. Things about that stuff. Things about filmmaking. Yeah. Things about filmmaking. Yeah. I'm passionate about filmmaking. Are you passionate about filmmaking? Yeah, just watch our video. We talk all about it. Talk all about our passion of filmmaking. <sighs> I'm Whoa, excited. That to be was here. a passionate yawn. Yeah. I know. <sighs> you need this double shot espresso too, dude. I'll yeah. down it right now, boy. No. No, you won't. You'd have one sip and be like, yeah. Well, I'd take one sip and be in the bathroom. Oh my gosh, whatever. Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> Water is a good substitute. Water yeah. is a the best drink. What the hell are we doing here? Who are we? What do we do? I don't know. I'm just here. Roll the intro. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a new episode of Triflix Cast, the show with me, your co-host, Bing Bong. <laughs> as soon as you started to say that, I don't know, hot ones popped in my head. I almost was like, the show with hotter wings and even hotter questions. <laughs> I'm Sean Pepper, and this is my co-host, Evan Hot Wings. Chili Klaus. Chili Klaus. Klaus. Oh. Really close. I yeah. watched too much of that stuff. And our Jamie. Yep. <laughs> but we don't do anything with hot peppers or hot wings or celebrities. We just make films, right? Yeah, we're a bunch of bunch of video boys in here. Some photo, photo boys. Bunch of photo nerds. Doing some media work for clients. And in, in our free time, we uh, we just riff on whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we should be sleeping. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Me too, man. David, how are you feeling? I'm uh, kind of tired too. Yeah. Tristan and I were out, or I was biking. Tristan was longboarding. Yeah, because I got a new toy. You got a toy. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. we, were, we were out late last night just enjoying the beautiful evening sky. It was like a cool 70 degrees. It wasn't too humid. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, it was, it was we nice. were just coasting good. around downtown. That's fantastic. I'm yeah. so jealous. Yeah. You should move here. Talking about it. We'll see. You have to buy your house. We've talked about it before. It's been in the discussions. Uh, The wife would be happy to move to Columbus. Yeah. I wouldn't be upset. I'm here enough now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But speaking of being exhausted and talking about work and what we do and all this stuff, you know what? We've been talking about talking about this. Uh, It's a great segue into uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the business and kind of what we've been up to and work life balance and things like that and growing pains. Mm. I figured we could do a little update. Yeah, you're you good with that. Yeah, so we've been working our butts off. Yeah, <laughs> I got no butt. No butt is oh, gone. That sounds painful. Yeah, how do you sit? You can't anymore. Yeah, because we're to... just always on our feet working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Except we oh work. We work on our butts. Yeah, just depends. So, what, what do you want to say about that? Um. So, uh, for those. Let's see here. What's your point? No, so my, my point in bringing this up is, um, I don't know if you guys would agree or disagree. I think there's, the, the line is being blurred a little bit more now. I think people are using social media and kind of explaining things, but most of what we see is the success. You know, hey, yeah. I accomplished this. Hey, check this out, which got no issue with that. 
a lot of that stuff is very motivational. Um, you can learn from it. A lot of people will talk mm-hmm. about their journey, but most of the time you see the success. Mm-hmm. Um, so not that we're not feeling some of the success. Uh, we're working on it. Things are going pretty well. So we're excited about that. We're growing, having to figure some of those things out. But while we grow, there are the growing pains. And uh, for those of you that maybe are thinking about starting a business and haven't, or if you're just the intro of starting one, I just think it's very nice for somebody to be like, hey, you know what? It's not all rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. Uh, Some of it is hard and it's taxing and uh, we're working our way through it right now. We're kind of in the thick of it. Um, So I think we can be a good source of advice when it comes to some of these things. Um, Because I was... What type of things? Well, I was always one uh, that was looking down on some people that were always like you gotta you gotta be on that grind you gotta get up at 4 a.m and you gotta do this and blah 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 and i'm like i get it but i think there's a balance Mm -hmm. but i'm starting to see now that sometimes that grind just organically works its way in Mm -hmm. because you go if if i if i don't if i don't push hard i might not be able to grow my business or i might not be able to grow it as fast as i would like to um but if i if i do there are adverse effects to that as well Mm-hmm. Um, the sun, blinded. Is, the sun is shining right in my You can eyes. scoot this way like a half inch because the sun, <laughs> the sun will go over your shoulder. Uh, uh, in the studio right now, there's like this pane of glass. Uh, Tristan has like nine, 10 foot ceilings. They might be more than that. Um, they're 12. I was like, they're high. Yeah. <laughs> I've never looked up in here, uh, but there's a window up there that is uncovered and it was shining the sun right in my eye. Um, I'm getting teary-eyed, guys, talking about this. <laughs> it's a really pretty window. It is a pretty window. It's like stained glass, so you, you got to be here to see it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's not that great. But no, so we're just we're we're de- we're seeing some of the adverse effects. Um, you know, the taking a toll on trying to figure out. You know, hey, like it'd be nice to have some downtime, but then you know you want to continue to make money, grow business. Um, that fine line's hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I mean. I think my my main reasoning for saying this is like, hey, think about this. This happens, and it it pays to keep pushing. Yeah, yeah. I think it does. Oh well, yeah, I mean, we're seeing that right now. You know what I mean? Like we're seeing the growth happen, and mm-hmm. it's working out well. And um, you know, I think a good example is like with the real estate photography. Um, we have not really advertised outwardly. I mean, we're doing some stuff social. Uh, but a lot of that's been word of mouth or being found, you know, through other people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's continued to grow. And we haven't really done much else, you know, to really push it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, monetize it, whatever, you know, throw ads out there, do all those types of things. So it's been interesting to see that grow and then just like go, okay, oh, wow, I'm to the point now where I'm having to think about trying to offload parts of the process, streamline the process. Maybe it's equipment. Maybe it's this, that you start to think about it differently because you're like, oh, gosh, now I'm shooting three or four shoots a day and trying to edit them and working 12, 13 hour days. And I had a day the other day that's like, wake up, work, and then go to bed. I was like, huh, okay, that's new. <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah, like Tristan just yawned again, so. I'm sleepy. And we're not trying to like be down on this whole process. Like we're very passionate about what we do. We love what we do. Um, I think I could speak for all of us here um, that it's, very awesome to be able to step back and you get the feedback from the client or, you know, you do see some of the monetary, um, uh, you know, positive, uh, the monetary benefits of some of it start to actually start to pay off. And you're like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, wow. All the legwork that I put in is, is working out. So there's benefits to it, but it's like, just be ready for that point in time 
Mm-hmm. And I think that that also helps to weed out the people that aren't ready for the for the next step. So, yeah. So Tristan, uh, you've been growing your business, and like you both kind of converged into making your own and be owning Triflix and like working together. So mm-hmm. how has things changed for you from like the start of your venture till now? What are like some uh, it, it compared to like what <laughs> Cole just went into? What are some things that are like that stick out? Well, would have changed. A lot's changed, and yeah. you have a new best friend. Yeah, new, yeah. <laughs> what friend. what more could I ask for? <laughs> so when I started out, um, I knew the limitations of how much work I could take in, and I had a client that wanted forty hours a week with me. So anything over that, mm-hmm. I knew would be extending myself mm-hmm. thinner and thinner. Because uh, I don't think forty hour work weeks a great model, but I think for most people it is kind of the limit of like a healthy balance. And for some people it's probably even too much, but I like to work. I enjoy it. I get a lot of energy from doing it. So I started taking on more client work. Uh, we brought in David, David started helping out. He did a great job, uh, set up the website initially, probably three years ago and, Hmm. um, helping out edit some videos here and there, basically just trimming down the bulk of the videos so that I could Mm -hmm. edit and do my job much more quickly. And then we brought in Ben, and Ben helped trim down a bunch of stuff. And then we Ben Ben headed out, um, and then you came in shortly after that. And we just have had you helping out with trimming the footage, but now I'm helping out with some of the photography occasionally, and you're helping out with some of the video occasionally. So we have pretty much the same workload as before, and we're down a man, but we're splitting <laughs> the work sort of whenever Mm -hmm. it it, uh comes up so it's not consistent like you're not always going to have a 60 hour work week sometimes it's 60 sometimes it's 30 and by working together we're able to like offset that work so it's a little more consistent on a weekly basis and that's probably been the biggest change uh over the last maybe two or three years of, Mm of from the very beginning to to growing to to expanding i you you brought up a good point that I I had had not thought about um, also mentioning. Um, you said you're not always going to work a sixty hour week. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. So a lot of times, and I just and I'm sure other people call it this, but I always call it riding the wave because you're going to have an ebb and flow when it comes to business. I mean, especially we've all experienced mm-hmm. that over COVID. If you have a small business, you know you saw business take a take a dip and then come back up, and now I feel like we're we're definitely back up on the rise. Um, cause there's not a lot of people working and a lot of people are still trying to run a business. So it's been nice for us because the people who are working are inundated, yeah. um, which is awesome. Uh, but it's like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. but we're just trying to ride the wave. So be, there's going to be plenty of times you're going to be sitting on your thumbs and you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've it, done that. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, we don't, we don't want to do that or no. make a habit of doing that. I don't, I don't think we have. So no, we haven't. Past, but it, and I, obviously I'm comparing that to the months where we really couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, and we used that time. We really did, um, to work on the website. We used that time to develop processes and, you know, try to organize the business, which is great to have that time to do it. Yeah. And, um, and but, now we're getting in cold calls and we're receiving calls we aren't doing the networking we're not doing outreach which i mean we do that but i'm saying in terms of clients coming to us a lot of them aren't through our own network it's people 
that are it's not a friend of a friend it's like three friends down the line like we'll do a, a shoot for somebody and that person talked to somebody else who knew someone else and then they get sent our way which is um really a, a good place to be but i think the workload right now it's like are we riding the wave like you look at like bitcoin or any of the like uh, volatile markets we're not experienced enough to know are we sure are we on an apple trend where it's like from the time it starts <laughs> till the time it dies it's just it has a pretty good projection or is it like bitcoin where one day it's sixty thousand, the next day it's ten thousand. like that's a huge drop off so it's true so sure. we we're just not really sure how much to invest in expansion versus um investing in things that will help us maintain where we are yep yep no that's a good point as well for sure because it's like what do you do because mm -hmm. yeah. we've uh we've actually been in talks about possibly hiring someone else um to come on and try to help us offload some editing duties mm -hmm. so we can t continue to spread the workload but yeah there's so much i mean as a business owner there's so much to take into consideration when you're talking about bringing on another body yeah well i think it sounds like we are well yeah <laughs> couple <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so you wanna you wanna talk about our our new people sure um we have new people we sort we of. do have sort of yes <laughs> um mm -hmm. not so much new to us yeah but what? Um, um so uh recently tristan and i have both had this conversation and it's funny because we talked about this and then it all kind of coincided all at the same time again which was funny because it was just circumstance um but both of our wives have officially put in their two weeks notice and they will be yeah coming home to work with us um to try to help offload some of the day-to-day -day tasks. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the first time in my life, I'm okay with these types of things happening. I yeah. was I was always very much against, I was like, I, you can't work with your spouse. Like you gotta have that work-life separation. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you have to have the right person, so. Yeah, well to clarify, my wife is not, I don't think she's put in her two weeks and I'm not sure if she's going to. Oh, I thought you told me that, she's, maybe I'm wrong. She's just dropping, uh, she asked about dropping down hours so that she could, um, uh, study for law school and then in her free time around that she's offered to help out with administrative so gotcha, managing okay. schedules and things that we really don't have time to do <laughs> yeah but, but yeah yeah she's um she's really wanting to s start going into law but she said all her free time i can have it after that so whoop, whoop. so i'm happy to have someone manage all of the scheduling so we don't miss things ever yeah not that we do never but we're we, getting so busy it's just it's yeah. a cautionary thing we don't ever miss anything we just might sometimes be behind on something mm. it's just like our i think our i think our response time right mm -hmm. could be a little shorter yeah so yeah. and i you know and, the, and part of part of it is is i'll see something come in um so i spend a lot of time in the car mm -hmm. um especially right now with with real estate shoots if that's something that tends to go up that fluctuates with the housing market and the mm -hmm. housing market's crazy right now so i've been very busy um so that's definitely a wave that you ride um but if i if i'm in the car and i got four or five shoots that day i'm in the car for you know four to six hours and if i get emails or texts and things want to schedule or work on other projects it's very hard to catch up on all those things and not die Mm -hmm. um <laughs> yeah. i was trying to reply to emails today and i'm like you gotta stop i'm like on the highway i'm like nope you're you gotta you gotta quit this so yeah i'm looking forward to the day when it's like hey an email came in like let's get this scheduled yeah that's probably illegal <laughs> what 
to write emails in the car? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You were parked, right? <laughs> no, I was using my voice. I'm trying to help. Okay. Well, I was. Uh, I, I, I only use voice to text. Okay. All right. Well, to yeah. cut this part out, don't worry. That, yeah. I think that's legal talk to text, I guess. Yes. They, it, so. In Indiana. I don't know what it is otherwise. Um, and again, I'm not... I don't write these laws. Here's my disclaimer. I'm not a lawyer. I don't write these laws. I don't, I, you know, I'm not a policeman. I don't enforce talk, these laws. Talk in the car at your own, own caution. Yeah. But what I've been told is that it, if you are using a hands-free device, that is okay. Hmm. And in my car, I could hit one button and then assistant comes up and I can talk to it. So When that law first came out, it only applied to texting. So people would get pulled over and say they're playing games and it made it, okay. <laughs> it made it okay. Like the officer's like, that's even worse. I know. I was playing uh, candy crush. Sorry, officer. Yeah. You're going 120. That's uh, candy crush. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, the speeding <laughs> probably got pulled over for, but right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, duck and weave. We're, we're growing. We're figuring things out. We're expanding sort of with the, bringing in some people and, and maybe bringing in some more. Yeah so, yeah, so you said Sophie's going to do more administrative stuff? Yeah. She, and then she, what about... Uh, uh, your wife. Your wife. I, I almost <laughs> said Audra. I was going to say Audrey. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, <laughs> it's like a Freudian slip. It's like, I can't say the word I want to say. It <laughs> makes me think, like, you come in my house, you get my wife's name right. <laughs> Christina. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Audrey, uh, Tris and I have talked. Our our plan is because you know uh, my wife has aspirations of her own. Um, mm-hmm. Not that she doesn't wish to help, um, but she she does have ideas and things that she wants to do, which I'm totally supportive of. Uh, so I just said, let me know what we can do. But I think she has more interest in the same type of thing. Like I think Tris and I have talked about it more as like it's almost kind of like an assistant for yourself. Mm-hmm. So just to help with like scheduling and emailing and, and the things that we just can't, it's harder to take your mind off of, you know, an editing project or if you're on the road to, to make sure those things are done in a timely manner. Um, mm-hmm. So we're kind of setting it up to be along those lines, you know, not so much a, a nine to five type of thing, but just to take some of the pressure off. Uh, yeah. And, and she's, she has asked to do that. So I was like, yeah, no, uh, I'd be happy to help and support. And uh, this is a, I mean, it's a family business. Right. That's what we want to be. That's what we are. I mean, that's how we treat each other. And we're all family. We're here all family here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He sounds a little facetious when he says it, but no, we we literally are a family. So, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, what better way to do that than to kind of expand and. <laughs> <laughs> we're like brothers you know like yeah. you're always facetious with your brothers that's true yeah we're like yeah. brothers from other mothers <laughs> <laughs> but for real though so yeah so it's 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 exciting um we're tired but we're excited so that keeps us going yeah. <laughs> yeah. nothing nothing keeps me going quite like watching a good old peter mckinnon video hey man <laughs> you joke <laughs> but it makes me excited i don't watch his content i know you do oh my gosh well, like every office tour i'm just like i want that mm-hmm. i want mm-hmm. the, the the glass and the black walls and the just the mm. yeah yeah well let's let's talk about that what you said what you wanted so uh yeah, you, you want to talk about the future? Is that what you're saying? No, I want to talk about just Peter McKinnon, minimalist, all of a sudden. Ugh. So this is, by the time this is coming out, uh, it's 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 not old news, but it's still like a reoccurring thing where this man, he's a big old video boy and he's not what we want to be, but he does a lot of the things that we do currently <laughs> yes. on a much bigger scale for, for more money and more views. 
and he's really he's a cool dude yeah i uh, have some aspirations that maybe you know yeah. again i'm not trying to emulate the guy but i respect what he does and i just happen to like a lot of it and i want a lot of it yeah so in our notes we re- i had uh buying gear that uh is needed versus wanted and then Mm -hmm. kind of tangenting off of peter mckinnon's whole hey i got a bunch of gear that i don't use and then i'm going to get rid of it all even though it's still good and he probably could use it for things but he's like i don't use it 90 percent of the time so it's just it's useless to me um it was it was following a trend and it was clickbaity. I mean, yeah. that's all there is to it. It yeah. was, yeah. it was, I'm getting rid of everything. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, so I'm going to get rid of like all these cameras that I have that I don't use anymore, but I'm going to keep my red and my R5. And you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. okay, like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> still got like a hundred thousand plus dollars in camera gear. So probably way more than that. I'm just talking was about sponsored bodies. Did some other company buy everything? It's probably like eBay. Them. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> it's usually sponsored, so I, yeah. I, I cannot speak to that. But, um, I mean, it. he even had the, there's a guy, he's a, uh, he's a documentary filmmaker, and he had a Netflix film, and it was like minimalism. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of had him on and did an interview, and he was talking about going minimalist, which again, you know, mm. straddling the line of really actual minimalism, it was more of like, hey, I don't need all these extra things, yeah. which I get. And yeah. so we've been doing a little bit of that as well. Yeah. So I was going to ask. Um, yeah, go for it. He's like, he's downsizing, getting rid of stuff. And I know you have more of a impulse to buy things that you think are pretty cool and flashy. And you see a use case for a little more fast than I do, a little faster yeah. than I do. So what are your thoughts on... Um, uh, on on just downsizing things like if if we went through your house right now and you're like you don't use this 70 percent of the time in a year like there's how many days of the year 70 percent of that would you be willing to just start getting rid of stuff or do you think that's what do you think on it yeah so let's clarify one thing so i i don't impulse buy You but I know research. what I like, <laughs> but I know what I like, and I'm also willing to be an early adopter. Always have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really good at purging, mm-hmm. so I usually try if I'm going to uh, buy a new product and it's something that can replace something else, mm-hmm. I will get rid of that other item. Yeah, because I do like to have a little bit of return on whatever that initial investment was. Yeah. Now, with that being said. Um, there are there are probably a um, you know a couple things like I mean I've there's probably a good amount of wires and chargers and things that I could probably purge. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. I mean there's definitely some other things. I mean like I have that Samsung tablet. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. I don't use it that much. Yeah. <laughs> it literally sits on my desk as like an extra screen to watch YouTube mm-hmm. and while I'm editing and that's pretty much it. And mm-hmm. it's a very expensive YouTube device. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's definitely things, um, I don't consider myself a hoarder, but mm. I like technology and sometimes I'm just like, yeah, you know, I work hard so that I can afford the technology that I've always wanted in my life. Like I was like, always wanted Alienware. So I saved and I saved it. I saved and I bought one and I thought it was really cool. And mm-hmm. now mm. I continue to get them, which I don't know why. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're dehumidifier. <laughs> yeah, you're dehumidifier. <laughs> Go ahead. Over, we, we, uh, we had our quarterly meeting and uh, Cole graciously uh, said he could be the host. And it's a wonderful house. Thank you, sir. And he was showing us around, giving us a grand tour. 
and <laughs> we get into his office and in in this corner uh sitting on this little bookshelf thing uh looked like a humidifier or like an air purifier not a and little it, one it, it was it was a is big. I don't know. It was like I have I have a an Alienware Aurora R9. So if you look one of those up, you can get an idea. I mean, it kind of looks like a turbine. It looks like a toddler. It's huge. <laughs> it's about the same <laughs> weight as a toddler. Have you seen? <laughs> uh, it, it, it was pretty big, man. That's a that's a. Big, it's close. Yeah, that's a big yeah. computer. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's, a, it's, it's like a two or three year old for sure. Hi. <laughs> And I was looking for the computer in the room, and my brain just was like, "Oh, air purifier, air, ignore that." And like, I was like, "Where is the computer?" And so I asked. Now, and this thing is like has an alien head on the front of it. It's white with black on the front. It has two USB A's and a USB C, and it's lit mm. up with RGB. And he's like, "Air purifier." I, 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 it was just like a it. casual glance, you're like because you got to go into the room if you took in everything. You'd be like, "Oh my gosh," because there's so much stuff in it that he has. We'll have not, not too much stuff. You'll but have it's to an th- office. Throw up a picture and post. yeah, we'll get a picture, and I'll and I'll, I'll label two of them air purifiers, uh, and then I'll switch the labels. And like after you guess, you'll know the right one. Well, the, the more the more I talk about it, the more I think about it, the more conviction I have over it. Like, there's mm-hmm. yes, I have more than I need. Mm-hmm. There, that's mm-hmm. just that's the basis of it. Like, I could all day long probably just use my MacBook and probably get all the things done that I need to. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but what's the fun in that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, come on now. You know, I mean, we've seen all these setups, and and then mm-hmm. you know, there's place for there's places for minimalism, but I just can't. So you're not quite Peter McKinnon. Uh, nah. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's, also, it's a fad. Like, who knows how it is long it'll last for him. But it seems like he's kind of embraced it pretty wholeheartedly. Although, I, see, I don't know. I feel like I'm more in line with what he's doing. Because it's like, he's really just saying, like, I have all this gear I don't really use. And he gets rid of it because he has plenty of gear he does use mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. fully, like, over the top takes care of all the projects he needs. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's like, I honestly kind of want to put you in that area like he started to tristan starting to purge some things which i'm really happy for him because uh, you have a lot of useless you went stuff into a minimalist phase you you changed the background on your computer to flat gray and it was like the ugliest thing to look at <laughs> i still like it flat gray it, well it's not anymore but you changed it that's more of a I like because i had to add a uh, qr code in order to wake up in the morning but that's <laughs> something else but see i thought that that was a different thing like the one thing that i kind of admired about Tristan when we first met was he was he's like I understand marketing techniques and why things are the way they are Mm. and I'm willing to go against the grain in that because I'm just not going to play the game yeah because his phone was grayscale like there were a lot of things that were very minimal (laughs) it still is still is I mean well it's not grayscale but everything is um I mean how many all the icons are grayscale uh how many social media apps do you have on your phone none yeah, thank you. I have YouTube. Well, no, I don't. I, YouTube's built into the phone, so I disabled it. I can't oh get rid gosh. of it. That's what I'm saying. I think that's a whole other thing. All you're trying to do is minimalize distractions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. playing into the whole, you know, yeah, scroll, endless scroll, infinite scroll type of colorful, ooh, yeah. you know, type of thing. digital minimalism. Yeah, which I get. I I totally get that. Yeah. Um, and I have it. Like I said, I have respect <sighs> for that because I can't. And, and, and that's just, it's not like an addiction type of thing, but like, I like the pretty colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Samsung, saturate that image. <laughs> I have mine on natural. I turned okay. off vivid. 
<laughs> David looked at my phone. He's like, it's like looking at the sun. It's just orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because all my, uh, we talked about like the blue lights on the last one. I just shift everything orange and burn it, my it, eyes. It makes things a little simpler. Yeah. Which I get. But, but so I've kind of explained you know, the way that I, I, I do my thing, mm-hmm. go ahead. Like, I think uh, oh. give, give us some context on, cause again, you're getting rid of some stuff right now yeah. too. So we've, we're playing the game. So give me some thoughts. I like to save money. And if something works, <laughs> I don't need anything new, even if it's better because <clears throat> the thing I got works and I don't think that's going to go away. However, there's nothing wrong with that. I looked at my PNL last year and I don't, we don't talk money. We don't talk politics for the most part on yeah. here. However, you look at a PNL. And for the whole year, you feel like, oh my gosh, everything's so expensive. It's basically like, think of it, it's doing your finances. What does or, P&L stand for? Uh, profit and loss. Yeah. So money coming in, money going out. Think of it like income and bills for you guys. If you're managing it and you have budgets, then you don't feel bad when you go out and spend money because it's allocated. Well, I keep track of everything, but I don't micromanage it. So to me, every time I have like a negative emotion, every time I make a purchase or pay a bill. So to me all year long, I feel like, oh my gosh, everything's like so expensive. I look at my P&L at the end of the year, I didn't spend hardly any money. And I realized <laughs> I was like, I went through so much annoying inconveniences because I was using things that were not optimal, but mm. they were working. And then I was like, where did the money, like where's the money going if it's if it's not being spent on things that are useful? Mm. So this year, for the last couple of months, uh, I've been doing a lot of research on things that I find valuable and then trying to find better versions of it. And then applying some of your principles of, uh, I, do I have something similar? Can I sell it to uh, fund the upgrade? So we've done that. Uh, it initially started out with a desk and we received a new desk, uh, for free sort of, uh, on lease. It was like on lease and they let <laughs> us use this desk indefinitely. Um, so I got rid of my old one and then, uh, started looking at headphones and I needed new, something that would, uh, be smaller, more compact, better battery life. So it's like sub that out. We can sell the old headphones. And I had two or three pairs, smartwatches. As soon as Google and Samsung make something usable, because I have a Fitbit, which is Google technically now, and I have a Samsung. The Samsung has a better UI, and the Google Fitbit has better um, functionality of like heart rate monitors and detection. That's something Google takes a lot of pride in a creepy way about. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like really it's true weird. though. But they're good at it, and it's something I want. So now I have two watches, and as soon as the new one comes out, it's like sell both of these and get a new watch. Yep. Um, talking about digital minimalism, reducing all that stuff. So. Yeah, I think both of them have rubbed off on me. I've always done the digital uh, for the last probably four or five years. I was just before mm. you started working with me. I've I've always kind of pushed for like the no social medias and slowly one at a time. Yeah. Uh, twenty what graduated twenty so like probably since 2015, 2016 time because that would have been like in college. I got rid of Snapchat first and then Instagram, and then Facebook and then YouTube, and then I like add stuff back every once in a while, and then I get rid of them, <laughs> but. You I, remember the, the well, shame of. <laughs> well, it's usually something very specific that I need to do. So like with Facebook, you have, if you wanna sell things on Facebook Marketplace, you have to have an account, but then either they changed it or made it simpler to do through web interface, so I can log into Facebook through mobile and do it, mm-hmm. or go on my computer. So I'm not required to have an app. And a lot of times I'd have to reinstall an app because of a requirement for something I had to do 
or before you join, I see the value in using social media for business. And yep. I, <laughs> I didn't want to manage it, but I realized it needed to be done. So a lot of times I'd have to have it on there to run social media accounts for the company. And now that you've taken over all those, uh, I don't have to. Now I have a bunch of social media accounts on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so we'll let you jump into that real quick. But uh, I just want to say a lot of people comment and talk to me and they're like, hey, I really liked your guys' post. I like the thing that you're doing. I'm like, it ain't me. <laughs> it's cool. I don't, you can take the, you can totally be like, hey, thanks. I don't, I don't need to have the glory, man. It's just about, uh, keeping us moving in the right direction so Uh, i always uh, say either oh yeah cole took that or i'll I'll let the producer know (laughs) (laughs) oh i like that even better i need to be called out by name (laughs) yeah it's my job you know that's the producer man he does he does Mm -hmm. a good job making sure all the content's coming out uh people like the properties really like the house shots um and then all our funny little david Mm -hmm. clips yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have found that uh, David is quite the internet star. So if you, um, yeah, I don't know why. If you go to, let's try to think, Instagram and look at our reels, there is a reel in there with David, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's called "David is a Savage." Mm. And uh, <laughs> if you if you check it out, it was it was one of our highest viewed reels. I think four thousand. Wasn't it four thousand? Yeah, it was like four thousand wow. views, which was nuts, and it was in a period of like twelve hours. And uh, it's literally just him with, uh, he was wearing his mask. We were at a wedding last year and I look at him and uh, I'm like, uh, are you, are you smiling? And he's like, right? Yeah. And, and, and he's like, yeah. yeah. And then like, and I'm like, really? And he goes, no, no, no. And that's it. <laughs> it's like five seconds. And it just got yeah. played and played and played. And we had to laugh at it's that. It's just what everybody was thinking. It was just, when you see like hundreds no. of people wearing a mask over a couple months he's like are they really smiling because like when when it's all covered you can really only use like your eyes right to, like could convey that you're smiling <laughs> and i found that out pretty quickly so like i try to squint a lot whenever i see somebody so i don't look like a a drone just like mm-hmm. <laughs> see and my favorite thing is like i manage the social media tristan doesn't mm-hmm. really have access to any of it because he doesn't have it on his phone i tag him all the time but he doesn't get the and i can't log back right. in because david added dual notif uh, dual login two i two didn't step. do anything so now i can't log I into half my it. stuff without I'm asking you to do it and you're saying no <laughs> i don't think i'm using two-step either on track i know you it says two people <laughs> in our organization aren't using it and there's only three it's a pain i'm using it <laughs> It's a pain. It's not a pain. You're just uh, a baby. So Pixel, I don't know if other phones do this, but on Pixel, whenever you go to log in, it'll usually send you a text verification. Well, when you get your text notification at the top, it'll ask you, do you want to just copy the code? So you don't even have to open the texting application mm. anymore and like hold down and select a section. You just hit copy and then immediately paste it in. But my point is, why can't it be even simpler where your phone like, I think Google login does it where it says like number 4567, you click the accurate yeah, number. Yeah, or you just say, yes, this is me, and it does yeah. it. Yeah, Google just says yes or no. Um, Adobe actually has a program that I use um, when I want to log in, and it just coincides the code. Mm-hmm. And to make sure that you see the same thing, and you don't even have to look if you don't want to, just hit yes, and it logs you in. Mm. So there's there's mm. a couple ways that people are doing it better, but yes. Now, some apps will actually just automatically pull it from your text message, which is nice. Oh, okay. So when you get that code yeah. it'll just pull it from your phone hmm. um and pixel got that feature first with the copy mm-hmm. and then other android phones ended up eventually getting it so i have the copy as well but uh, my phone is two years old it's, it's a great feature it's probably mm-hmm. newer phones are more likely to have it yeah 
Sorry, David. I'll set mine up. Sorry. Do we have that security? I'll just disable your accounts until you can. Oh, that's sketchy. Mm-hmm. That's not sketchy. It's just business. That's sketchy. <laughs> it's just business. <laughs> <laughs> I am the tech. I'm the tech guy that sends you the email. Do oh this gosh. or else. Hey, speaking of our business, uh, we released a piece of content this week that everybody should go watch. Um, yeah. It, yeah. The ghost of James Dean. Last week. Two weeks. It's all one well, week. Was this week. Think. Uh, it is for us. Won't be for them. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> sorry guys. So we've recorded a week in advance. Uh, <laughs> so hold on. Last week, uh, we released a piece of content <laughs> that you guys should check out. Um, it's called the Ghost of James Dean. I'm actually this is one of those ones I'm just like really happy with because it makes me laugh. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a. It's just that is like the embodiment of the three of us. Like we went to complete a task and it turned into that. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just proud of us. It turned into uh, one of us being <laughs> six minutes of a, a ghost. <laughs> no, James Dean. Uh, yeah. I love that thumbnail mm-hmm. too. That thumbnail cracks me up. <laughs> I worked so hard on that too. I'm glad you liked it. I was like, how can I turn James Dean green? Because it was a black and white photo. Yeah. It looked like you put yeah. a lot of time into it. I did. <laughs> I'm proud of us. <laughs> it was so funny too because yeah. I told my wife, I'm like, I'm done for the day. And then I sat down on the couch and got the MacBook out. And I was like, oh, wait, hold on. I can make this now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Now I can take my office with me. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there. You guys should yeah. check it out. Uh, we'll have some more stuff uh, by the time this is released. So check everything out. Got lots of goodies. Mm-hmm. What else we got on the docket tonight? Oh, we've covered well, minimalism. We just talked about um, Samsung Watch briefly with uh google Mm -hmm. and we were talking about digital minimalism and something i'm gotta be careful i say it the Mm. environment's cool right i know some people really take blue certification seriously when they purchase a product blue certification is like hey it's environmentally friendly the product is certified to not kill dolphins somewhere in a in a brief way (laughs) that's what blue certification is what products are you buying that don't kill dolphins? I mean, not that I want my products to kill dolphins. Well, it sounds like it. It's um, a very, I, I'm, jo- I'm joking when I say the dolphin thing. <laughs> it's like, it's not going to destroy a rainforest and people that care about the environment look for the certification yeah. on a product before they purchase it. So did green not cut it? They I was just going to say, blue? like, why is it blue? Yeah. Uh, why, why? I don't know if blue, someone could look it up. I think I'm it might be it specific for ocean Jimmy! plastics or something like that. <laughs> okay. But like regardless, plastics, yeah. when you buy a product, some people really, really put a lot of uh, thought, forethought into, does this product negatively impact the environment? And I think that's awesome. And I think it's really important that we take care of the environment. But when it comes down to... I think you're talking out your butt. Blue? I've never blue heard certification. of blue certification. I got nothing. It's uh, specifically for backpacks because I've been researching backpacks a lot lately. From China? <laughs> no. I mean... They're designed in California. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> By Apple. Uh, some of them. Uh, uh, here, hold on. It looks like maybe it's a specific brand. Blue Sign. Mm-hmm. Blue Sign certification. A lot of brands are uh, using it's a marketing it. Marketing uh, it's fabric. Made of Blue Sign oh. fabric. Mm. And it looks like, let's see here. I, do they not use it for clothing too? If it's not a Blue Sign product quality seal... Uh, it's called blue it'll sign. kill a dolphin. That's what'll happen. 
Well, I buy dolphin killing machines. Okay, so here we go. Uh, let's see, cover upholding standards like safe work conditions, fair labor practices, and environmental emissions, especially the eco tox tox toxicological impact of chemicals yeah so again, interesting okay gotcha it, it's a, it's something that people that care about the environment look for in a product um in another way i use these certifications not that i base all my purchases off of them is planned obsolescence now there's yeah, a yeah. lot of brands in the world that claim to really care about the environment and then specifically design their products to fail after a certain lifetime which to me seems like a very conflicting or problematic thought process because we use uh, reuse, reduce, and recycle. And they're in that order because that's the order of efficiency if you want to like maintain something. So if you reuse it, you aren't putting any waste back into the environment. It's just going from one location to another. Yep. Um, reuse, reduce is like reducing the... Uh, products or the the materials that go into the product or reducing the amount produced and then recycling is what apple claims is saving the environment every time you ship their phone because the battery (laughs) died and they want you to buy a new 600 dollars phone not just to like crap on apple but there's a lot of companies that do this yeah it's been true though pushed because like recycle is like the last effort thing Mm-hmm. It's not the thing that's supposed to be done. Because especially with metals, in order to recycle it, you have to heat it up. And heat requires energy. And it's like, yeah. where does that energy come from? Yeah. So it's 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 good that they're recycling. That's never a bad thing. However, there is a, there's a lot of things companies could do to avoid even needing to get to that step. And that mm-hmm. is like right to repair. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole too much. Um <laughs> Because I just want to talk about planned obsolescence and how silly I think it is companies design their products to fail after a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. Specifically, digital products where the only thing that causes the product to be bad is the company sends out an update that <laughs> degradates the battery life or mm-hmm. like they reduce the life of your battery so then you have to go get a new one. Who would do such a thing? Uh, yeah, Samsung, iPhone, it's, uh, who, I can't even think of who else. Uh, John Deere tractors, <laughs> you right. have to do a subscription model to use a tractor, and if you don't, it turns into a giant brick in the middle of your cornfield. Yeah. Did you watch that video too? On I, Vice? Vice has a whole documentary about it. That I was, was fascinated. I was informed of it before the mm-hmm. Vice piece. I have not seen the Vice piece. It's so good, watch it. It's it's probably a couple years old by now, but they talk yeah. to farmers and they talk about that mm-hmm. right to repair. That's their whole thing, because they can't yeah. repair their own tractors. Yes, so why is this important to you? Well, you work hard for your money. Uh, we work hard for our money. <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, you're going to spend that on something that you invested a little bit of time and research into purchasing. Or maybe you want to buy a gift for somebody. Um, whenever you do that, like it, the money's gone and you're left with this product and you want that thing to last. And whether that's just for like a selfish reason of like you bought it and it's your money and it's your thing. Or if you care about the environment a little bit more than others, you should be looking for certifications on products and do a little bit of research on the, not just the product, but the company to see, are they a company that uh, is going to design their product to fall apart? Samsung washing machines. <laughs> that's, that's a whole rabbit hole, but it's really funny that your washing machine needs an update <laughs> to 
run. That's just silly. <laughs> and if you take the update, Gosh. it'll actually reduce the um, the efficiency of your washing machine so that you have to hire the repairman to come out and fix it. And John Deere does it too. What did um, I... I yeah. think I bought my units in 14. Yeah. And yeah. they're still going strong. LGs. Yeah. LG is one of the, uh, you can go online and, and look up the more environmentally friendly or blue blue seal, I guess is specifically fabric, but there are certifications you can look at. And LG is one of the higher rated oh. companies that I've looked into. That's good to know. Yeah. LG is pretty cool. Interesting. And you'll notice that they stopped producing cell phones. I was going to say, right? They're like, <laughs> right. now they're getting beat out. Yeah. Yeah. Right when I was looking into buying new products and I was looking at new phones and I was like, oh, LG is a cool company. And then they stopped yeah. producing. <laughs> Do you guys know one of the first documented products in cases of planned obsolescence? What was No, it? what's that? Light bulbs. Oh, you were mentioning this. Yeah. So t- tell us a little more. So it, there was a Benjamin whole <laughs> cartel. It was a legitimate cartel between all of the light bulb companies in the world in like the 30s. There was a light bulb cartel? Yeah. They they met in Europe like once every year, like every other year. (laughs) And they agreed to reduce the lifespan of their light bulbs because they were getting too long. And they were realizing that if they can't sell light bulbs because all of them were lasting too long that they would go out of business. Mm -hmm. So they agreed to cap their lifespans and they would send in samples of their bulbs to be tested and they would be fined if their light bulbs lasted too long. Yep. It was insane. It's awful. That's horrible. So you you bring up, you basically answered the question I was going to ask and that is why do companies do planned obsolescence? Mm -hmm. A lot of it, I'm sure it predates it, but a lot of it goes back to the Great Depression. A lot of businesses went out of business, not only because of the Great Depression, but Mm -hmm. they produced products that were well built and somebody could repair it and fix it. And then after the Great Depression, those businesses continued going out of business because nobody was buying their product anymore. Um, You Mm -hmm. saw that with Craftsman. They had a lifetime warranty on a lot of their products and people, well, it's a lifetime warranty. I never have to buy it again. Yep. And and some companies are still running through that process, and that's why they're switching to subscription models yep. as a Thank way you. to yeah. uh, recoup some of that cost. So, Recurring revenue. Yeah. That's all they care yeah. about. So if you if like uh, the car industry is doing this now, so you buy a car <sighs> and then you want features like heated seats. Power windows. I, I don't think power windows is actually nah. one of them, but oh it might as it, well be. It might as well be yeah. uh, GPS, heated, cooled seats, um, uh, the perimeter sensors that tell you when you're close to a vehicle, automated driving systems. All these things are things Android that are Android subs- Auto. Really? No. Yes. BMW. Oh, screw wow. BMW. You had to pay monthly no. to unlock Android Auto. So screw you, BMW. We never get you sponsored on here because you suck. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, I, you're true. Uh, I I would not a fan. I, I strongly advocate people put a little thought into it because even though you might be getting a great deal now um, yeah. on your inkjet printer for twenty bucks, those forty dollar <laughs> cartridges of yeah. ink until you die is what's gonna is what's gonna destroy your financial stability yeah. in retirement yeah. when you need to print off those photos of your grandkids. Well yeah. I mean it's like remember when you used to be able to I mean it's just like let's use Creative Cloud. Like mm-hmm. remember it was like you bought Adobe, like you spent like I don't know what it was, six hundred dollars, right? And then you're done. Mm-hmm. And now you pay sixty dollars. Two hundred and fifty dollars minimum a year. 
Yeah, and that's like for just a couple apps. But if you want the whole suite, fifty bucks a month. Six hundred dollars a year. Mine's fifty six dollars and change a month. Yeah. So let's give this. Uh, let's get this video a nice little uh, thumbnail and a title. David, tell us why McDonald's uh, Blizzard machines that are designed to one. fail. Yes. So. Oh, nice. I like when it. When McDonald's and Taylor, uh, which is the company that makes uh, the. The Frosty machines, not McFlurry, whatever it's called, same yeah. thing. Literally the same oh, machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Frosty's Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the McFlurry. But they're made, the machines are made by the company Taylor, and Taylor sells Wendy's those machines. And so. Wendy's or McDonald's? Both. So oh, okay. They, they all, produce almost, a lot yeah. of these ice cream machines for almost all the fast food industry. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just making sure it's a yeah. monopoly no, at this point. It is. It's, it kind of is. And so it's like a long-term contract where McDonald's has to buy the specific model of that machine or else okay. you cannot be a franchise of McDonald's and you can't sell McFlurries. Yeah. And this specific model has a lot of problems with it because it's designed for like when there's a problem, one, employees are not allowed to try to fix it. Of course. If you try to, get, if you try to fix it, I had a friend who worked there, you're like basically told you're fired on site because it'll breach the contract whoa so yeah. it is <laughs> insane so you have to whoa. call the service repairman from taylor to come out and just like punch a code into it so it can make ice cream again i think and it's like it's just wild it 200 stupid. bucks an hour like. yeah and it's just because they were the, these companies they just made this deal so long ago wow. and it's like yeah we'll do it and it's just like it's a money-making scheme that's so crazy. Stupid. That's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. I was thinking Taylor makes some other products, and it's, is it Taylor USA? Do you know for sure? I, it's something like that. Because I, I, I don't know if they make fridges, but they make like a lot of like calipers and stuff. I don't know if it's the same company. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to throw all the Taylors. Every company named Taylor. <laughs> watch if you have out. a friend named Taylor, <laughs> unfriend him on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. They're messing with our McFlurries. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, planned obsolescence, shady business deals. Um, <laughs> I. It's so weird. And, and the worst thing is, a lot of these companies get bought out by the bigger companies. So then it's just one company yeah, running all these are. little companies and making them all terrible. <laughs> Yeah, what is it like? The same company that makes your shampoo also owns like Hershey's or something. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a massive is that Nestle. Yeah, Nestle. Nestle like, or Nestle? I don't know. I, I think it's it. Nestle. It's some, it's got a little thing above the. Yeah, I'm I'm American. Yeah, Nestle, there's no things like, above our letters. Chocolate. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's a Nestle. Okay, it's a Nestle. Uh, all right, we Nestle. we got we still got a little bit of time here. Hopefully, I just cameras. I don't think any of our cameras have these problems yet oh no some cameras do but it's not planned obsolescence in the way that uh we described it so far it is um non-cannibalized non-cannibalistic marketing i don't know if the, that's the proper word for it but mm. cannibalism is the actual word for a product that is better than your other product at a cheaper cost and it cannibalizes your market because yes. let's say i have two phones they're the exact same specs like they do the exact same thing but one's comes out new and a hundred dollars cheaper you're, you're gonna buy the newer cheaper phone and that's gonna ruin the sales of your old one so we own nikons and nikon does not make any high-end video cameras so that means when we bought our nikons to do primarily video you do photography with yours 
we weren't worried about a new camera coming out and having better specs where they like make sure this camera doesn't go over these like it's not this good because we don't want it to ruin the sales of our professional cameras however <laughs> other companies like sony <laughs> they released the a7 III and then they're like well if you want the good video features you got to get the fx3 for like another 500 bucks and then you got to then you want the fx6 line which is pretty much the same sensor then you got to spend another three thousand dollars <laughs> and they basically bottleneck their own uh innovation and put a price cap on it because they don't want to cannibalize their own market. So yeah, to answer your question, camera market does do it in a little bit of a different way. Yeah. And then I guess Nikon kind of does it because they had a subscription wall in order to get an update. But to be fair, they it was a hardware update. Yeah, it uh, was a hardware update. You have to send it in. But it wasn't announced, I don't think at the time of the camera's creation. No. It was, a, it was like, hey, we can do it later on, but... I mean, that's kind of like a DLC at that point for video games. <laughs> at least it was a one-time. You're like, you pay your money, you send it in, they yeah. enable or do whatever they need with mm -hmm. the feature, and then you got it. So, but then they came out with the, you know, the Z62 and the Z72, um, which but I thought I don't, was kind I don't of a feel slap like, in the face. I don't feel like they bottlenecked it. I think no, but I'm just saying that kind of made me mad. Uh, yeah. So you know they're talking about making a Z9. Really? It's gonna be their top of the line. Mm -hmm. They just got, I mean, they don't have any other lines that was the thing. It's like you have the Z series and every time a new number, a higher number comes out, that is going to be the best and yep. it's going to drop the prices of everything else that already exists. So that is not technically a cannibalistic marketing. As long as they don't mm -hmm. keep making me pay for firmware updates or hardware updates or whatever they were doing, then I'm okay with Nikon. They seem to be chill. Uh, the only other company that I would say is a little bit more honest at benefiting the consumer is probably black magic but that's because they keep rushing out half-baked products yeah. so it's like you can't get ripped off because they admit it in the in <laughs> when, they, when they sell it to you they're like it might work for what you need we don't we, you know what Here, here's some software for free and yeah. like they're just throwing out stuff for free all over the place it's, it's they're a weird company but i like them <laughs> huh yeah no i was just watching a video on that the other day what, what was it uh, I was watching one on the Blackmagic 6K, or no, Pocket 6K Pro. Um, and the only reason I watched it was a reviewer I like. Um, I don't remember who it was, but um, I was just interested because they were talking about like a more long-term review. Mm -hmm. um, and they like spent five minutes talking about why Pocket should not be in the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Linus is... Uh, short circuit video they yep. just did that one yes i think yeah. that might have been what i was watching. Oh, okay yeah with brandon yeah his massive camera yeah he's like that ain't fit in anybody's pocket yeah you're like oh come on now and i'm like yeah no i never thought about it because like the first one was pocketable mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i think that's made one. him bigger and bigger and like why did we call it pocket again <laughs> oh that's what a pocket is oh <laughs> but i thought it was interesting because they were talking about software updates that mm -hmm. they've yeah. been having to release a lot of fixes yeah mm. <laughs> so uh let's uh let's jump around a little bit again yeah what do you got uh, you were talking about having the air purifier at cole's house for our quarterly meeting yes yeah, oh, and yeah well, did we blow past all that we blew past the quarterly we did yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's all right yeah so, so we, got, we got about five ten minutes okay i mean yeah. we we can keep going nah <laughs> Um, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so I, again, spend a lot of time in the car 
gives mm-hmm. me a lot of time to think. And we uh, we here at Triflix, we have a uh, what we call a red eye meeting, 7.30 a.m. every Monday morning. Um, we kind of bounce around on locations, but it's a great way for us to get together uh, at the beginning of the week. Shout and, out Grams, mm-hmm. Luca B, and Coffee House yeah. 5 in no particular yeah. order. Hey, did you guys get the email from Grams the other day? I didn't know. I got one and it was like, we miss you. Here's 10% off. Come back. Wow. I, they didn't send it to me because I still go there pretty often. Yeah, they're probably like, you haven't yeah. bought anything here in a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have to go back. I, I thought that was I really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, man. Yeah, we um, should do that to our customers. <laughs> so yeah, so we kind of, we nope, um, we kind of poke around a little bit. Um, uh, and so anyways, I was like, those are usually an hour, hour and a half meetings where we just try to get caught up on the week. But I was like, what if we did a long form meeting where we talked about really hard pressing company issues um, or things we need to think about towards the future. And so I was like, Hey, let's, I proposed a quarterly meeting, mm-hmm. um, which this one was of course, you know, a little further into the second quarter, but we could still talk about the first um, long story short. We had some data too. We were waiting on cause uh, we had a problem with Google analytics, but everything's running now. So we actually have some things to go off of. You're wrong. Google never makes mistakes. Well, they didn't, but we did, but we got it figured <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Yeah, so I had everybody come over to my place. Um, we had dinner, got to sit and talk for a little while. Um, I also always think that a longer form meeting is a great way for more bonding experiences between the three of us, mm-hmm. um, just because we're continually getting to know each other and like yeah. figure out how what, what makes us tick and uh, how we can work best together. Yeah, we lit a couch on fire. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty cool. It was insane. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't accomplish anything, but we destroyed a couch. Yeah. I sabotaged his air purifier too, so now it yeah. like just puts out smoke. Yeah, we we filled it with Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why that air purifier's been running slow. Uh, <laughs> you were telling me it was running slow, I tried to fix it. Right? He goes, Gatorade. Both of those things are jokes. Yeah. We actually got a lot of work done. Yeah, it was yeah. Powerade. Um we accomplished a lot, which I was very happy about because it's sometimes difficult because we're three dudes in our 20s and we like a lot of the same things. And so we can like, sometimes we dive into the YouTube wormhole and we're just like, you got to watch this video and this is funny and like, check out this guy and like, you should subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, we were just like sitting around my fire talking and hanging out and eating hamburgers. So it's Birds. like, you you know, so, but it was nice because we ate food and we were so, able to like yeah. stay on track. We had so much food. Yeah, a lot of food. Um, but we had a list of things that we wanted to accomplish. So we got to talk about the future of the company, the future mm-hmm. of what we're trying to accomplish, um, how we could be more efficient. Um, you know, that's David's job. He's the efficiency manager slash IT. Yep. Um, he keeps us going. So to, to be able to get a perspective from everybody and their perspective uh, points of the business was very nice and be able to talk about those long form Um it was a it was a good exercise for us, and I think everybody was really happy with it. I definitely was, so I think we'll probably end up doing more of those in the future. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I think one of the biggest things coming into this, I told everybody, was my number one. I'm like communication. Mm. I want to know how you feel. I want to know what you're happy about, what you're sad about, what you think we can do better, because it takes everybody. Yeah. You know, it's not just one person trying to figure things out. Or just like, hey, this is the way it's worked. This is the way it should work. You know, mm-hmm. I really want to make sure that everybody's uh, everybody has uh, uh, the ability to throw an opinion in and their voice right. is heard. Yep, that was a yeah. huge I think it's thing. Really important too. Yeah, and Trist, er, 
uh, David and I had to talk about that when I first started because I did not know David at all. Sure. And He's just so, a sassy little man in the IT no, corner. No, I'm, I'm just a fun little guy. What are you talking about? Yeah, David's awesome to have around. Um, <laughs> and sometimes you need that impartial third party hmm. um, because you got Tristan and I here. Um, okay. You know, we co-owned a business and so it's like um we might have seniority but it's very nice sometimes to be like oh so david what do you think about this and can you are you on are you on my side or do you disagree or what because yeah, because so, we're both always right until we disagree yeah no it's true though <laughs> i mean <laughs> uh, which we don't disagree very much yeah. and we're and we work very well together so yeah and we're both more than willing to be like hey yeah let's give it a shot or hey no you're you're dumb <laughs> you're dumb by a trash and they'll be like okay coward. well that's we don't say you're dumb we say you're dumb and here's why <laughs> that's, but, yes we always give you a reason very important <laughs> yeah it's very important yeah we don't want to just be mean <laughs> <laughs> they would just be professional bullies although sometimes it works that way but that's the beauty of yeah. having a small business mm-hmm. and knowing each other very well yeah, yeah. <laughs> one so, day we'll have an HR and we won't be able to get away with those things. So it's, it's time yeah. to, to take advantage of it. Well, we, we did. You, you mentioned that uh, we talk about how we feel. Yeah. How we feel. Well, how, how y'all feel about bringing back guests? Because we talked about that at the yes. quarterly. And get rid of call. The algorithm's kind of like hosing us right now on YouTube because we're not uploading <laughs> weekly anymore. But the thing is, we're here to like riff and we only have so many topics that every two weeks that we can really run through not because we're, we're not incapable of coming up with more, more topics but we just wanted to kind of be relative and natural we don't want to force yeah. we're not lou forcing topics out here we it's gotta true, go bring in our eight thousand dollar speakers uh, yeah. just so we can make a video go into our batman hidden cave <laughs> yeah, yeah which it works for some people works for lou but for us yeah. we're trying to um we, we like the natural vibe we do. We like the natural vibe. Um, we want to be, and we talked about this when we first uh, started what we're calling this a season two uh, when we relaunched. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. We want it to be natural. We want to be able to talk about good topics. We want you guys to get something out of it. Although we are riffing and we're coming up with topics on a you know biweekly basis. So, sure. So Q three, Q three, season three is coming out. Ah, so I'm just yeah, I'm just improving this. He now. is just improving this. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but let's talk about it right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm fine with that. Okay. I say we should start this summer. Let's, but, start, let's mm-hmm. start season three at Q3, which is, I mean, that's that's fine. Yeah. Middle of the year. Yep. And Q3, then we huh? have a we had a kind of. It's of, not the middle of the year, but that's okay. It's three quarters of the way through the year. Q1 and Q2 are the first half. Oh, I see. Start Q3, at the beginning. Q4 yes. the second. Half. Okay. And here's why. Yeah. <laughs> what would that be? That would be September. May's the fifth month. June's the sixth mm-hmm. month, or yeah. So no, it's May the fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll figure it's been out a long day. We'll figure out the Anyways. semantics. Regardless, we're bringing. My bad. We're, we're, yeah. We've talked about bringing guests back. I now think we can that it's yeah. optimal. We got vaccines coming out. Everybody's vibing, having yeah. a good old mm-hmm. time. And uh, there's a lot of people in in Columbus and the surrounding areas, local, that Mm -hmm. we've talked to that are very interested in coming on. Riding my Harley. Um, Oh, it's like, what is he making the face for? Have we not talked to people? No, yeah. So uh, we are. We're we're working on stacking the deck. We're twerking on Mm. stacking the deck. We're twerking. 
Oh, I don't know if I can help film that type of content. <laughs> yes, you can. It's in your content. This is a Ooh, family Christian channel. Um, but no, yeah, no, I think we're going to bring, I don't think, we are going to bring guests back. Um, mm-hmm. We are still trying to figure out formatting. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, we're going to bring them back. And I think we're going to up our, we're going to try to go on a weekly basis because we'll have enough content then. And uh, uh, relevancy is a concern of mine, and I think it's a concern of Tristan's as well, because um, on a bi-weekly basis, it's hard to be relevant. Mm. Now, with guest stuff, we have workarounds for some of that stuff, but um, mm-hmm. we're going to be mixing in all of it. We're going to have some content that is still just the three of us. We're going to pull some people on. Uh, yeah, we're going to make this thing happen, and uh, we want to put more... We're putting a lot of effort in the podcast, but we want to continue to grow that. I feel like they should make trapezoid tables. Do they make those? You can make a table any shape you want. Yeah, we, we should, should make we a should table. We should get like a trapezoid table so then the the table's angled a little more. Because if we had, you know, two two people, you and me, and yes. we interviewed two people, that's four people at a table. And that camera, you'd have someone's head right there, the back of a head, and the back of a head right here. That would look silly. So we're going to have to figure out how to maybe change our setup a little bit for this. We're, there's a, a lot of problems. in between each person on each side. Oh, except so, then you would see the camera on each side. <laughs> yeah, you just put a 360 camera in the middle of the table. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I love it, David, efficiency manager. And then right there. If you, dude, we got four cameras in here. We only need one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Less figure it out. More. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so updates and upgrades mm-hmm. to the podcast—they're coming. Yeah, they are. Whether you like it or not, we're we're bringing the boys yeah. back in town. And if you want to come on, hit us up. Or, or yeah, yeah we'll seriously bet. though, and uh, I mean we'll let you know if we want you or not. But hit yeah. us. Up. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have something. <laughs> we could fly you out here, and by we, I mean you can pay for it, and we'll give you. Yeah, a and then taco. we'll talk to you. Yeah. We will. You can sleep on Tristan's couch. <laughs> it's not very comfy, but sure. Uh, I got relatives out of state. They'll fly in. There you go. You'd like you'd learn yeah. about what it what it's <laughs> like to be a uncle. professor. <laughs> He's a farmer. Let's Did you bring let, your nephew. The farmer cast. Own. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Not gonna lie, dude. I got good questions. I've always wanted. So tell me your thoughts on pigs. They're pink. <laughs> they're, they're they're pink. I've always wanted to do um like land surveying with drones for like at for client work. Ah, uh, yeah. So there's we live near a very hilly and, and wooded areas, and I thought that would always be kind of a cool, like, find the dead wood so the farmer knows where to clear I, out his trees. I'm letting you fly next to a tree. You usually fly oh, above. But trees. Yeah, we'll get the... Uh, no we'll, trees. We'll, we'll get the uh, the racing drones that you were wanting, the POV drones. I want one fly so through. My wife just told me no. I, I wonder... I don't know if they have the functionality, but it would be really cool as you're flying. You know how, like, if you shoot a video... Some cameras have the ability to like hit a button and it'll mark on the timeline where uh, where in the video you marked it. So that way, like you're recording, you mark it halfway through like a podcast. And then when you throw it on the timeline to edit it, it'll show where your markers are. If like when you're flying your POV drone, you could hit a little button and it'll show on the like on a geo map where you pinged. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know if they do it, but that I feel like that's a pretty neat feature maybe for like rescues and stuff or like for like governments and all that you know like oh we gotta fly in our drone and you gotta mark it i i, uh, I read a headline i almost said article i only read the headline that there was a state or a county somewhere in another state whatever another location 
and they said that like for there was a high percentage it was like 80 percent of every call that came in um to that specific police station that they would send the drone Mm. (laughs) so like Mm. every call is what i'm getting at here like oh we got traffic stop you know really i'm just like just basic stuff why but that was why it was an article because people were like, "What the heck's going on here?" But yeah. flexing, it's just like Bargersville in their Tesla cop car. Yeah, um, that's my. my, my I was kind of joking when I was describing the whole situation, but it's not too my far bad. off from what uh, people are doing now. It's happening. Like, I Watch mean, cops out. are using drones. Uh, there's a guy with a uh, that's that basically is like a Tony Stark type of dude, where he made like these little jetpacks that go on his arms and feet, and he can fly. With it, pretty impressive stuff. But the use case for it isn't just fun rich boys flying around. (laughs) (laughs) It's or girls or girls. Anybody rich, honestly. Hmm. Children, dogs, whatever. Tristan, (laughs) maybe someday. Now that now that I'm spending money on things that I think are cool, uh, probably not. (laughs) Probably probably. now that you're spending your money, you won't have any. So hey, how else you supposed to get those? non-drone shots so you're not letting them get yeah. in the trees I'm, i want to tree shots so <laughs> the actual use case though for this was a somebody who is like a physician somebody that is a medic can put this on fly up into uh uneven terrain like in mountainous areas or heavily treed areas um, they can fly over land within the vicinity of somebody that called for an emergency service uh maybe they're like bleeding out, seizure, something where they're incapacitated and unable to make it out. And even though this person's not going to carry them out with like the jetpack, he can at least get there to treat them and service them. And I was watching a video on that the other day. That's so super cool. Like, like a, I feel like we're in 2050 yeah. flying around wow. saving lives. Well, yeah, I, I was showing you some of those videos as well where like the military was using them to like fly. They were using the drones to um for like the pirates oh yeah yeah and they would like take the boat out like and then they would just like fly onto the boat with their jetpacks and i'm like uh, seriously though like if i saw a jetpack dude flying at me it looked like iron man i'd be like uh i'm done Let's put down mm. the gun yep just i'm out like you obviously you got me <laughs> well, but it looked cool they have some drones that are able to lift the weight of people and i don't know if they're using it for it but i'm sure eventually we'll start seeing drones replace helicopters for like the search and rescue where you actually carry a person out of an unreachable uh, terrain type of situation i don't know if they do that yet but i'm sure it'll get there oh yeah hmm. Hmm. that brings up a, a topic that maybe we should save for next time yep and we can talk about uh next time on on Triflix cast we're going to talk about um our congested airspace are you talking about the 2.4 gigahertz or are you talking about actual planes? physical like i mean think about it right i mean so many drones and so many then people flying and mm. planes and then now you got freaking elon just releasing thousands of of uh satellites for you know starlink yeah. like, murdering the night sky i can't even see stars anymore yeah like astronomy is gonna die <laughs> so or you'll just be more sought after if you're good at it because you'll be able to tell those satellites from the planets yeah except you can't see past <laughs> all the stars I was listening to so they said that they were trying to, that people would complain that they would just paint the satellite something different. 
and it's like okay so now you can't see it but you still can't see past it they like painted them black or something or so they blend in yeah but I, I thought the problem with satellites was they had lights on them so like you would see a satellite floating by i'm sure i mean if you have a good it's all bad. telescope it's going to show up and there's going to be a, a satellite shape in front of saturn <laughs> so like, it's like instead of a bright <laughs> white satellite you just have a black punch out yeah. of the shape of a satellite it's like the same thing dude ai but here is, will fill it but here is the problem right <laughs> the black paint absorbed too like much saturn. heat so they were painting them half white, half black, so that the side that was absorbing heat is white and it doesn't as much, but then yeah. the side that faces the earth is black, so you can't see it. And Dude. I was like, I'm like, what are we doing? JFK's rolling in his grave. He's like, we're going to go to the moon. Not because it's easy, but because it's hard. And now we're like 2020. People satellites. Are like, satellites are too bright. I don't like them. It's I like gotta, they're uh, gotta make them black, but not yeah. too black, just like half just black. paint them blue so they blend in into the day sky. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should just uh, just throw some RGB on them. Yeah, just do light shows. Yeah. Just turn it into a giant screen. Hey guys, that's the uh, the Corsair satellite. So <laughs> oh, RGB game. It's just gosh. one giant RGB fan. Uh, that would be cool. I, I think that would be. They sponsored I want, a satellite. I want, I want one satellite to be <laughs> RGB. It has three thousand gig of RAM. Yeah, with. With freaking with RGB all over it. What is the the band like the, the EDM's Arcadia, the, the uh, band? Oh but like you just like some EDM concert, <laughs> but like on a satellite, just blinking and flashing, <laughs> and yeah, it's, just as it goes through space. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's the podcast. I just wanted to put the time up there. You just look into the sky and you know what time it is. That's cool. <laughs> like good old days. That's a thought. You don't have to look at the sun. Yeah, that's that's a thought. Well. I'm glad. Do a closer. I'm glad you guys are here. And I'm glad you guys are here to, to check this cool little po- <laughs> podcast out. I, ho- I hope you guys uh, really enjoyed all this. I hope you learned a little something about planned obsolescence and why McDonald's is hosing you on your Frosties and, and <laughs> your big flurries. Aren't they like a dollar? Yeah. They're so cheap. I was going to say, they're so cheap. So but you know, it, you know it ain't real dairy. <sighs> no, it's, it's just a powder with water in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real dairy, but you know what is real? This podcast, and you should like and subscribe and share it with your friends so they can they can learn the truth about <laughs> about Big Taylor. And Big if you Taylor. if you watch it on YouTube, leave us a comment and leave us feedback. And if you're listening to it on iTunes, please leave us a review. Or just boom. Or just have a good day. <laughs> Both actually. Have a good day uh, and done. also rate us. I'm done. Have a good day. <laughs>